This Hawk Talk is brought to you by the NSU Wesley Foundation. The NSU Wesley is a Methodist campus ministry dedicated to serving the community. Every week, they serve a free lunch for NSU students, faculty, and staff from 11 to 2 on Wednesdays. This is quickly followed by Club Sammy, a program geared towards feeding those with food insecurity in the community. Finals week, students can get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 405 South Going Snake Street, Tahlequah, OK. For more information, call 918-822-1913. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hawk Talk, the Northeastern's official podcast for the Northeastern Student Media Outlet. My name is Kelton Weaver, and today I will be sitting down with Melanie Yang, American Indigenous Business Leaders President, and Leighton Bearpaw, ABLE Vice President, who are here to discuss all things about ABLE. So thank you both for taking the time to sit down and talk to me today, and let's find out more about ABLE. So my first question is, what is the goal of ABLE? Ooh. So the goal of ABLE is mostly to change the statistics of Native Americans pursuing their education. So what we say about the statistics on that is that only 11% of Native Americans actually receive their bachelor's degree and only 6% get, go on to get their graduate. So what the main goal of ABLE is, is to expand those statistics to hopefully bring in more Indigenous students to pursue their education. Yeah, and I think we're also becoming more leadership focused, building leaders in our communities, helping our communities. So just to get more of a personal aspect to what, you know, you guys are working with. So for Mel, you know, what's your ABLE story? What, what made you interested to join ABLE? So for me specifically, you know, my major is marketing. I have a concentration in digital marketing. So I've always kind of wanted more support in those aspects. It's really not super common, I would say, for other Indigenous students to be involved in, you know, business degrees. So honestly, I wasn't really even looking for anything specific. I came here, I went to like the Riverhawk, like Winterfest. I don't remember what the name of it was. I was a f- incoming transfer student at the time. And I was actually looking for NASA. I was looking for the other Native student organizations. And I actually happened to come across the ABLE table. And that's where Christian Rangel was sitting with his candy. And I happened to wander up and I was like well what's what's this I'd never even heard of ABLE at that point I'd never heard of the national organization itself and so I started to ask more questions about it and it's exactly what I was looking for I was looking for you know other native students I could connect with network with develop myself as you know as a person with so that's kind of just where I was at at the time when I found ABLE. That's awesome. Leighton, what about you? How did you, what, what interest, what was it about ABLE that kind of brought you over? In all honesty, I joined NASA not by choice. So I was voluntold that I was going to an event um, and I met all of them a little bit before and I instantly fell in love with all of them. They're all my best friends. And so one day Mel came to me and asked me if I wanted to join an ABLE meeting. And I was like, I don't even know what that is, but sure, I'll come. So I went and I ended up actually having a really, really good time and I didn't think anything of it and then in July I got a text message from Mel and she was saying that she needed some help this semester and I'm never going to tell the people I love that I'm not going to be there for them so I was like of course I'm still going to be in ABLE I was pretty involved in NASA already so I was like yeah I'll do ABLE and then she was like great you're my vice president and I was like oh great so I got a little bit more interested and I do actually 
love them. And then my major completely changed. So now I am a public relations minor. So I do a lot in the whole business communications field. So it does help a lot with what I'm going through. Let me butt in for a second and say that I don't just pick vice presidents on the whim. Let me just say that real quick because I knew that Layton would be exactly what I needed in a vice president. She's super motivated, dedicated. She always shows up to whatever she says she's going to. Like I can trust Layton to do what she's going to do. Also, I mean, when I talk to Layton and, you know, I can kind of, I see some of those aspects that Abel needs. She does social media. I didn't, I knew at the time that she did social media, but you know, sometimes certain people within certain fields can kind of feel that connection with other people. And I could just tell that there was something about her that would be perfect for Abel. We make a pretty good team, I think. So one of the things that I wanted to highlight on this one was obviously Abel, because I feel like Abel isn't well known in our student body here at NSU. Networking seems to be the word. It seems to be the theme that you guys have, whether it's for tribal governments or, you know, whether it's with other schools or other colleges. How is networking continuing to change for you guys? Is it just one word that you were just collaborating or we're getting involved with or is is it beyond that? So if you if you don't mind me talking on it first, one thing I want to say about networking is that while it's such a huge buzzword in, you know, in the business community, everyone's talking about, oh, always get your connections, always talk, you know, meet people. I mean, even in this instance, I think networking itself isn't too far off from being an indigenous trait because that's what we always do. We're always involved with our community. We're always meeting new people, talking, supporting each other. That in itself is networking. So I think that's something that we really push because it's probably one of the easiest ways for us to get com- like connected with other members of our communities, other communities. It helps us support each other. That's just, that's why I think I push networking so hard within our group. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I feel like that's how most of the people who are in ABLE now are in ABLE because we are such a strong knit community. And I mean, networking as a whole for us has been pulling all together, regardless of what organization we're in, regardless of what major we're in, just so that way we can make it bigger and better and do what we need to do for our community. If anything, I mean, within our group or within our various groups here at NSU, I mean, everybody knows somebody. We've been able to, you know, reach out to tribal governments, like you said, the Choctaw Nation, Cherokee Nation, the United Ketua Band. Uh, we've also been able to, um, you know, reach out to various leaders of other organizations, you know, like with ABLE, with Tessa Sayers and Prairie Bighorn. Anytime we've ever needed anything, we've been able to reach out to these people. And I think that's what's so special about us and the connections we've made as a community. Yeah. Awesome. So for any student that is wanting to be a part of ABLE to get in on it, is there any requirements to become a member of ABLE? No, not at all. Just show up and come hang out with us. I feel like we're a really, really easy group of people to just come in and hang out. We want the best for everyone. You don't have to be tribal. You don't have to be affiliated with any kind of native anything. Just show up and we're going to love you the same. You don't even have to have a business degree or be working towards it. It's for anyone of any major, any background. We're here to help develop each other as professionals. And I really think, you know, any if anyone wants to come to ABLE, they should. That's so cool. One thing about ABLE, you do things on and off campus. Is there any interesting highlight you think that maybe you do something as a student organization that other student organizations or even other indigenous organizations do that kind of sets you guys aside, uh, kind of makes you unique? 
I think I want to hand this over to Leighton. I think you should tell him a little bit about the project that we're working on that will be both on and off campus. So for myself, a passion that I have, and I know that Mel shares with me, is Indigenous youth. I'm very passionate about Indigenous youth and for them to know that they do have resources. So a couple weeks ago, we were talking and we decided that it would be best if we started a mentorship program with the high schools around here that are rural and the Native students who probably think that they don't have resources and aren't going to make it to college, for them to know that we have your back, we believe in you, and you are going to make it. And if you did decide to come here, cool. If not, then cool. But at least you have those resources and you have people that you can come to to know that you can make it out of your small town. You can make it out of that family dynamic and you can be so much more than you think you can. Ties back to that whole beating statistics that Abel's about. We want to bring in this indigenous youth and we want them to know that you can be anything you want to be. There's resources here. Like uh, growing up, me and Leighton and several of our other friends, we didn't know how to do college. We didn't know what resources were out there. We didn't have people talking to us. So I think one of the things that we want to do as an organization is we want to go out and we want them to know that there are options available. You do not have to stay where you are. This doesn't have to be the only thing you know. You can chase your dreams. You know, you talked about having a close-knit community, especially between your student organizations. How much of a family is April? How much of a brother-sister you know, relationship? How, how strong is that bond? For myself... Coming into college, the first semester, I stayed pretty much to myself. And like I said, the second semester, my sister was actually already a part of all of the organizations and is a sister in the sorority. So I had known about them. I had met them a few times. But when I first walked in, I was like, oh, these people are so cool. And so when I walked in as someone who was related to someone that they loved, they did not for a second look at me and be like, you can't be here just because your sister's here or whatever. I walked in and they welcomed me with open arms. We do things together that have nothing to do with our organizations at all. We spend so much time together and I feel like I have a support system regardless of if we're in a meeting or if we're outside of a meeting. We talk every day. They do nothing but support my dreams and I feel like everything that I feel for them is reciprocated 100%. Speaking for myself, when I've covered covered NASA a couple of times, covering ABLE, I feel like that when I'm within that presence of you guys and other people that are in those indigenous student organizations, it I can definitely speak for that as well as somebody, as an outsider, right? We put out outsider is such a loose term to be able to have that camaraderie feeling and that friendly feeling like, hey, how are you? How are you doing today? Like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. How's your class? I mean, it, it feels more of like a family friendly atmosphere rather than, hey, we have something to do. Let's do it. If you're not here, see you later, you know? So it has more of a let's do this. We're proud to be indigenous. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's tell people who we are and, you know, why we're here. So I think that's absolutely amazing. Mel, is there any other cool, interesting things that, you know, that sets Abel aside? One other thing that I think is really cool about what we do, this is going to go back to networking because we just, we just know so many people. What our plans are for this future, I think upcoming semester is we are going to be connecting with a lot of these other indigenous businesses. So one of the things is Cherokee Nation businesses, I work with them as an intern. So I, once again, I've got my connections, but I want to bring 
other people from Able In to kind of view what it's like working for a tribal organization, what our tribal businesses are like. So we want to connect with like Cherokee Nation businesses. We want to connect with the Choctaw Nation. They have their really cool cultural center where they're able to, you know, integrate both learning and like this cool visitor's experience. I want everyone to be able to experience what it's like working for the tribes and just let them know that there are tons of options if they want to work for their communities. So not only finding your path in college, but also finding your path when you graduate and being able to have those internship opportunities and whether it's with tribal or not, you know, it's still open for everybody. That's absolutely amazing. It's awesome to see organizations like that on campus, especially indigenous, because we are an an indigenous campus. It's awesome to see that we have your back. We see you. We see you're pulling through and you're fighting. So if I were wanting to go to an ABLE meeting and become a member, when you guys meet, what time is that? Every Tuesday at three o'clock on the second floor of the library right outside the Indigenous Center. It's open invitation. You come as you are. There's no door. There's nothing. We are either sitting on the couch or at the table. You just show up. And honestly, even if you don't want to come to Able or you do want to come to Able, we're always sitting out there. We're always there. So just come on in. Melanie and Mike, thank you again for coming in. It was great talking with you guys. Thank you for listening to the Hawk Talk podcast. If you are new to our podcast, you can find us on NSUnews.com and Spotify, other streaming outlets coming soon. Please do not forget to follow our social media pages at TNE News on Instagram and Twitter and the Northeastern on Facebook for the latest NSU news. Thank you guys. See y'all later. The NSU Playhouse invites you to a night of laughter and fun with five women wearing the same dress. The show, written by Alan Ball and directed by NSU's own Dr. Robin Pursley, revolves around five bridesmaids avoiding the bride who they all secretly dislike. Starring both current students and alum, the show will take place at 7.30 p.m. on April 10th through the 13th at the NSU Playhouse located in downtown Tahlequah. The show will also be the fourth Golden Llama competition presented by NSU Drama. Student organizations with the most members in attendance of the show will win the Golden Llama Trophy. Who will be the student organization with the most members in attendance? Purchase tickets for the show at nsuplayhouse.ludus.com. That's nsuplayhouse.ludus.com.